Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Let's get to Quincy Carrier. Let's go to the North Olmsted Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Bringing Quincy Carrier of the worst takes on YouTube. Quincy, how you doing, my man? Good, G. How you doing, man? Man, good to talk to you, man. You know, Q, we were talking about a little bit of something before we went to break, right? Um, we talking about the NIL, right? So, you know, we both have YouTube channels. There's a lot of people have YouTube channels, right? And so there's a lot of people who don't really... Um, as in a different generation that don't understand like YouTube and how it works and how, you know, there's people that can monetize their, their content. And I think sometimes that people believe that, you know, it's kind of like a, I don't know, it, it's kind of one of those things that are, is like a lesser media um, than just being, you know, on the traditional fronts. But there, there are a lot of people who, who make a really good living on YouTube uh, and when it comes to the NIL deals um, in NIL, you know, they have a thing in OHSAA. Now they're voting on that where kids in the seventh uh, through the 12th grade could potentially uh, benefit from their name, image and likeness and could receive endorsements or deals or, or, or sponsorships based on what they can do. Now, there are some un- unintended consequences that can happen with that, um, especially if you're in the seventh grade. Given your trajectory and, and, and what you do and, and how you do it at a high level, would you consider uh, helping your, say, seventh grader monetize his YouTube channel at a very young age? Well, I mean, if you can develop a following, right, like especially if you're an athlete, um, it's one of those things that, you know, can benefit you down the road, um, or especially at that time. I mean, look at LaMelo Ball. He's been popular since he was, what, 12 years old? Yep. Um, and now he's one of the most lucrative athletes out there. Zion Williams is a similar, similar Zion Williams in a similar way. Um, Mikey Williams is a guy who's really popular right now. Been popular forever. He's still in high school, right? So, you know, it's just a different generation now, right? It used to be weird when a LeBron would be popular, like in his junior year of high school. Now there are people who want to follow these kids. And also, let's not forget, a lot of the people who are on the Internet, they are in seventh grade. They are in eighth grade, ninth grade, tenth yeah. grade, eleventh grade, twelfth grade. Um, and that's who usually follows these guys here. So, yeah, you know, if the kid, I used to make YouTube videos you know, I'm I'm an old head when it comes to YouTube, right? I used to make YouTube videos when I was in my early teens, right? That was back before people could actually make money on YouTube. Yeah. Um. So I'm I wouldn't stand in the way. I mean, like, it, 
it, it, it only comes into the case when we talk about athletes, right? But mm-hmm. if a kid wanted to be a lawyer and they were making law videos at 13, we would applaud that, right? <laughs> but all of a sudden you add basketball or football into the mix and everybody gets all uptight about it um, and acts like it's going to ruin the kid's life. And that's just – oh, it, it's just a weird kind of double standard to me. So, uh, you know, for me, I would always uh, encourage anybody any age to, you know, if you feel like you can do something creatively online um, and post it and maybe it gets a following, maybe it doesn't, but if it does, uh, you should be able to benefit from that. Now, can it be taken advantage of? Obviously. You know, anything when it comes to money can be exploited and taken advantage of, but that doesn't mean we don't do it, right? Like, that doesn't mean we stop. You know, McDonald's isn't healthy for you, but that don't mean we just don't sell McDonald's no more, right? Like, so um, it it is what it is on that front, but, you know, you you can't just stop it because it could be bad potentially, right? Like, that that tends to be a poor excuse, in my opinion, to stop people from... um, uh, expressing themselves or, you know, making money. Uh, it, listen, I totally agree with you. Uh, you For me, it, I, when you say, well, there's a slippery slope, I'm like, which is more detrimental to your health, um, being poor, living in poverty, or having too much money? I think if you look at the the, out, the benefits outweigh, um, you know, the downfall in, in terms of, of having too much money or, or, having, too, or having a lack thereof. Um, and there's always the people with the money that tells you that, oh, that's going to hurt you if you make some money. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you don't want to make that money thing. Oh, you don't, Listen, it's totally overrated. Trust me, I am never happy. <laughs> I'm like, well, listen, listen. You know, Kanye West said one of the greatest things of all time. And I'm going to go with Kanye. Kanye, he, they're like, oh, goodness, where is he going with this? You know, he said, uh, uh, having money isn't everything. Not having it is. Mm-hmm. That I was like, oh goodness, that's a crazy one, right? Like you, you don't really know that you're poor until you just like, man, I need to decide between two or three things. Either, am I gonna put gas in my car? Am I gonna uh, pay for this uh, gas bill, or am I gonna pay for uh, food? Which one is it gonna mm-hmm. be? So <laughs> we've all been there. Uh, I digress. Let's get to these uh, these these Browns, man. Um, I looked at this thing up and down. And I think there's a couple starters that we might be able to find out of this this class. Do you think um, how many starters do you think and playmakers do you think is in this draft class that you could see foresee having um, impact and could see you know maybe filling a a hole and being an impact player or being in rotation to possibly even start? Um, see, it, since they only had what third round picks this year, I would say. If I'm the Browns, if you get two guys who can contribute this year, you did an excellent job in the draft, right? If we think about it in, in draft years past, if you get two guys after days one and well day one that can help you, that's always really good. Um, so that that's what I would expect. Like, I think there's probably two: uh, Perrion Winfrey and David Bell. I can see the lane for them to be contributors. That doesn't mean it's guaranteed for them become, to, to become contributors day one, but I can see the lane there for them. That doesn't mean somebody like Martin Emerson can't uh, jump up and surprise folks or maybe an Alex Wright 
or something like that. But for me, I would say I think there's probably room in the lane for two guys to really step up and start now. And that's not like a detriment to the class or anything. It's just there's only but so much room on this roster for new folks to come in and, and make some noise because, you know, all the other spots are settled, right? Like we're not really debating who's going to start at a lot of these positions, right? We're not going into camp talking about a million position battles. There are a few position battles on this team uh, that you really want to get into. But it's not like, you know, we got quarterback competition. We got, we got uh, what? We're not worried about who's starting that corner, right? We we already know the two starting boundary corners, right, for this team. So it's just it it's a different situation uh, than what the Browns have been, what maybe four years ago to compare to now. You know, it, it, it just have so much locked up. You know, I, I look at it as that too. I, I would say Perion Winfrey can definitely um, be in, in rotation for that. David Bell looks like they like him at slot. And then, of course, the kicker from LSU. Um, I think they've they've gotten rid of all of the other kickers, so he'll be penciled in as the dude probably uh, at at special teams. Um, Looking, you know, and this kind of goes into kind of projected a little bit into some of the the battles that you may see in camp. I don't foresee, you know, the wide receiver room um, is a room where I think the the names, the the notoriety or the the guys that have been on the roster for a couple years will still be there. Um, obviously, you still won't have that much turnover on the offensive line. But one of the, the competitive positions I, I will see is the running back position. Um, I, I, you know, I've been saying that I, I love Jerome Ford. Demetric felt not like his versatility. Um, you know, it, obviously, Dearness Johnson showed what he can do when, uh, you know, Nick Chubb and, and Kareem Hunt were down. Kareem Hunt is a bona fide, you know, starter in the league. I think and Nick Chubb could start. I, I think that's going to be a very – that's going to be a headache to sort out because I think all five of those guys, the names I just mentioned, can really play. And I don't know where you fit all these guys. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Stump Mitchell is going to have one of the craziest running back rooms in, in recent NFL history. Like, you look at this, and the Browns as a NFL team, have one of those running back rooms right now that, you know, it's like Alabama deep at running back, right? Where they got like Alvin Kamara is like a dude who couldn't even get minutes for, for them back in the day. Um, and Alvin had to go to like Tennessee to get snaps. You know, the same thing happened to Jerome Ford when he was at Alabama. That's why he ended up at Cincinnati. So when you look at this, you have Nick Chubb, you have Kareem Hunt, you have Dearness Johnson, who you have really no question about their ability to give you a great game um, from the run from the run perspective. I mean, all three of them have had performances that have led to wins for this team, right? Dearness Johnson won both of them games where Baker couldn't play last year. Um, and then Kareem Hunt's obviously been great, and then there's no question about Nick Chubb. And then you go to Demetrius Felton, who – was a bright spot in camp, was a bright spot early in the year. You know, his his targets went down later in the year just because the Browns has really struggled offensively for, you know, reasons that we've all gone into detail for and the Browns have already fixed, so ain't no reason to harp on it. Uh, and then you go to Jerome Ford, and you know, Jerome Ford, really good player coming out of Cincinnati, right? He has that five-star pedigree that you look for in a running back, you know, the former Alabama recruit. Went to Alabama, then uh, polished his game up in Cincinnati. 
Uh, Jerome Ford, if you go back to that college football season last year, was the main reason why that offense was good enough at Cincinnati to beat those Power 5 schools and get to the playoff. And that dude might be your fifth string running back. That is incredible, right? Like, this this is a different running back room than what most other teams have, right? Most teams think they're loaded at running back because they got two in the possible. The Browns have four, and they're gambling on the fifth, right? And it might be Demetri Felton or it might be Jerome Ford, but either way, all five of those dudes are probably going to make a 53-man roster um, on an NFL team come uh, September. Yeah, it's like it's like when you're playing spades, and 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 they get out there and your your roster. You think your roster is good, and you throw out your little your little king of uh, uh, hearts or your little king of clubs, and they come out cutting with spades. You're like, what? Oh, so you ain't got no you. So you ain't got no off. You ain't got no offsuits, huh? Okay, that's how y'all doing, Brown. You, you, you greedy. You you greedy right. for that. Um, <laughs> you know, let's take, let's take a look at the, the, the schedule. I t- t- for me, I think this schedule worked out brilliant. I don't know if, if they got somebody in the, in the front office, if you or, or in the all league offices that's helping the Browns. But if you're gonna assume a four game a stretch where Deshaun Watson ain't playing, I still don't have a foregone conclusion that he's getting suspended this year. But if you're on, on that uh, side of the ledger, we'll just play along with you. And say he does get four games. The first four games is at Carolina, the New York Jets at home, the Steelers uh, on a quick turnaround on a Thursday, on a, on a Thursday night at home, and at Atlanta uh, in week four. I mean, that don't work out like magic. I think Jacoby Brissett can win some of these games. I think he at least he could go three and one in these games the way it's looking uh, I, I just think the schedule breaks very good for the Browns. It does get harder, but if you do see a suspension for Deshaun Watson, I'd rather play those teams than, than division foes and, and, and the Buccaneers and the Patriots and all those guys that we play later on in the year. Yeah, the big part of that is that in those four games, you're playing two NFC teams, right? So those are the games that matter the least when it comes to the tiebreakers at the end of the year. Um, and then also you get kind of tossed one because of those Thursday night at home games. Those are historically overwhelmingly beneficial to the home team, right? Um, we, we've seen this last year where, like, the Miami Dolphins beat the Baltimore Ravens at home on Thursday Night Football. Like, if you're the home team on Thursday Night Football, that is an overwhelming advantage compared to most other times and places and to play a football game. So to have that early in the year where you're not sure who's going to be there, that's good. Um, yeah, the schedule, I wouldn't be complaining about it if I were the Cleveland Browns to the league office because I do think you, you got what you wanted. Whether he, whether Watson gets suspended or not, you just want those division games to happen later in the year just because you're going to be putting together an offense uh, with a new quarterback, right? And there might be some kinks early on. Or you don't want to lose two division games early that put you – in a hole for the rest of the year when it comes to your chances to win a division, especially in a conference like the AFC where maybe it might come down to winning your division to get in because there's going to be so many really good teams in this conference. So, you know, just having the extra time to be able to make mistakes and figure out what kind of football this team is going to play and how this offense is going to look and what they're going to lean on and what their new identity is going to be, that's also beneficial too. 
even if there isn't a suspension, right? So either way, it's it's a positive thing for the Cleveland Browns, in my opinion. All right, uh, really quickly, last question before we get uh, get you out of here. Appreciate you, uh, you know, pulling up on me. Um, what's the most intriguing game or, or, or a game that you, if you had to watch one game during the season, which one would it be on the schedule? On the Browns schedule, I would say that Cincinnati game um, in October. The Browns have had the number over the Cincinnati Bengals. I think the Cincinnati Bengals are aware of this. Joe Burrow ain't never beat the Cleveland Browns, right? Um, and we could joke about it being a Baker Mayfield thing, but it really is a Miles Garrett versus Bengals thing. If you look at Miles Garrett versus Joe Burrow, there's at least one strip sack in like all of them games that like changes the fortune of it. So um, that that's going to be the big test, right? The Cincinnati Bengals have been seeing and trying to fix that offensive line. Miles Garrett is the test for them. The Cleveland Browns want to make sure that they're still that team in Ohio. So they're going to want to go up against the Bengals. National TV. I mean, when was the last time the Browns and the Bengals played on Monday Night Football? I don't know. But get used to it because if these two teams shake out like how we think, it's probably going to be the, the big rivalry in the AFC North for like the next 10 years. Hey, man, listen, I totally agree, man. Appreciate you coming on with me on Saturday. Quincy, tell everybody where they can uh, catch your content at on YouTube. YouTube.com slash Quincy Carrier, Q-U-I-N-C-Y-C-A-R-R. I-E-R, if that's too much for you, if you don't want to go on your URL bag, you can just put it into that search bar on YouTube, Q-U-I-N-C-Y-C-A-R-I-E-R, um, and it'll pop up. So Quincy Carrier on YouTube, however you find me, is how you'll find me. Make sure you hit that subscribe button. Appreciate you, man, as always, man. Quincy Carrier on the North Olmstead Chrysler Jeep Dodge Ram Hotline. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.